imagine for a second that you landed the new job or you got that promotion at work or you lost the weight that you've been trying to lose or you redid the room in your house that you've been putting off for so long or what if you got to take the vacation imagine yourself sitting on a lawn chair sipping a drink looking out into the beautiful ocean and just relaxing or what if you found your dream man you've been wanting to go on dates but you've been so scared sure enough it just happened you feel in love you feel secure in yourself damn you look good well friend what i want you to know is that there are good news ahead this month i am hosting a workshop it's called stop sabotaging your goals in this workshop we're going to be exploring what comes up in your head what negative beliefs are there and we're going to learn how to dismantle them and how to overcome them because when we stop sabotaging we achieve our goals and sometimes we just need some support and a plan that works time and time again so those goals of a new job or losing weight or redoing a house or taking a vacation or even finding our dream man is possible i would love to invite you to attend this is on january 29th at 12 p.m and it's only $47. But good news is that until January 23rd at midnight, there's an early bird special of $37. So I encourage you to click on the link below, sign up, and attend this workshop. It is gonna be an incredible two hours of transformation, of skills and awareness. And you're gonna leave feeling inspired and leave feeling ready to take action. Take action to achieve those goals of yours. So simply click on the link below and let's make these dreams, these goals a reality. You ladies are in for a treat today. This is episode seven of the Response of Women and this is Kathy sharing her story. Kathy started working with me and after only six sessions, she transformed her life. This is what she said. Before I started with Lindsay, I would react out of anger or frustration 80 to 90% of the time. Is that the case for you? I know for a lot of the women that actually is. It's a high percentage. But this is what she had to say after working with me. Now it's only about 40%. I didn't even think I could feel this better when I started. I was just so edgy. She has learned to use calming strategies. She has learned that she can have compassion for herself, knowing that if she makes mistakes, she's learning and she's not a failure and she's not good enough because of that. But she allows herself to learn and to make mistakes and to grow as a person. She's also learned that she can be connected to others. She can reach out to ask friends to go to coffee and they want to, they love her. They want to enjoy time and she's also discovered this beautiful aspect of who she is. She came into it saying, I don't really know who I am. And now what she's learning is that she is this confident, beautiful individual. And honestly, we've used this term. She is one badass woman. And I want that for you guys too. And I would love for you guys to just listen to Kathy, share her story, share her experience, and see if any aspects of her story connect with you. Because I want you to know that you're not alone. The struggles that you have are struggles, and they are hard, but there is hope. And I hope that Kathy's story gives you some hope.
my name is Kathy. Um, I have been um, feeling for a long time like I needed to do something to kind of, that my emotions are really out of whack, that I reacted really intensely to things and that maybe um, I, I read this term emotional dysregulation and I thought maybe that was me, you know. So, so I started to do a little research on it and then um, I, don't, I don't know how I, I stumbled on across you, but I was doing some stuff on the internet looking for therapists in the area and your site came up and yeah. that's how I um, started with you and um it's been uh, it's been a really helpful process it's made some i think some significant changes in my life so, yeah and how long have we been working together well we've done the the this this week is the sixth week so we've been i don't know when we must have started sometime in june huh or i, I can't remember sometime in june yeah it's total six weeks yeah yeah this happened in six yeah I know and you said it would happen fast you know did you believe it when I said that honestly I wasn't I, I wasn't sure you know I it was kind of I didn't know I didn't know but I thought well what do we got to lose for the next six weeks you know I might as well be doing something so yeah yeah so what what took it for you to say okay I'll do it I'll do this. It was when you started um, talking about the three states of our brain, the um, survival, the emotional, and the executive. I had been doing a little bit of research already and hearing some of those terms, not sure, you know, kind of not putting them all in context yet. And so when you started using them um, or talking about them, it was like, yes. I could relate to the survival, you know, mode, especially and the whole um, wanting to get into the executive mode to be more rational kind of thing, not not feeling, but just more in more in charge, I guess, you know, instead of so reactive. Mm -hmm. So that's Is what there anything in particular that set me apart compared to other people, right? Like, what was it? even in me that you were like, okay, fine, I'll do it with her. You called me, you know, that was that personal um, contact was nice. Um, and you let me see a little bit of a clip of what the program was all about. So it was like, I didn't have to commit immediately. I had the chance to sort of look at what I might be getting into before I did it. Yeah. So, yeah. When I think, you know, one of the processes that this, the process that I take people in, it's not just let's have these sessions and let's talk back and forth every time, which is very much traditional therapy. Yeah. A lot of hard work that you had to do. Yeah. Yeah. So you're ready to, for it, I guess, at this point. Yeah. Yeah. But you had to come prepared every time. Yep. Right? Yep. yep. You had to complete the course on your own each month yes. before our yep. session, as well as try the homework. Yes, it was definitely homework. Yeah, yeah. Did it feel too like too much, or did it feel actually pretty manageable? It felt it pretty. It felt pretty doable. Um, yeah, you know, it wasn't like I'd had this. We had this huge, massive 
assignment that we'd have to do with everything, but because you broke it up into smaller, more palatable, um, you know, units or whatever. So it was very doable. Yeah. Cool. Well, what I would love to do right now, if you feel comfortable, is I would love to talk about what are the goals that you set for yourself at the beginning. Okay. Okay. And then we can talk about what they were and then let's just evaluate and assess where are you now? Okay. Okay. I'm a very action forward thinker. I like goals. I like goals because I like to achieve them. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a high achiever. I want to hit them. I want to reach them. Same here. Same here. Uh, yeah. So that's why we came up with goals. Okay. Okay. So we're going to go through them and then I want you to just talk about, you know, what, what's it like now? Did okay. you achieve them? Are you still working on them? Because some people honestly tell me that they're still working on, on them. They actually feel more equipped to, to actually work on them. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the first one that you had that we talked about was being able to regulate your emotions, especially anger and judgment towards yourself and others. And one thing you noted was that you wanted to really learn calming strategies. Right, right. How is that going? That has been um, pretty amazing. Um, it's It's something that I'm still working on but I feel like I've learned some really important tools that help uh, help me to to pause and not just react you know and just fly out the handle and and with anger or whatever but because of the calming strategies that I've learned it helps me calm down enough to ask myself the question am I safe and it's like, yeah, I'm home. Nobody's hurting me, you know, kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm safe. So it's like, this isn't a matter of life and death, Kathy. Okay. So then, and, you know, I'm sort of doing this calming thing all along, like humming to myself or whatever. And so then I can sort of say, well, what is going on here? And how else could this, could you read this scenario or whatever? And then, um, by doing that, it gets me out of the immediately reactive phase and I can sort of think about what's a more reasoned response, you know, what, what is a more, yeah, yeah, a more reasoned response. Is this really what I want to say and do? What if there's another way to look at this? What if there's some, a, a different way to respond to this kind of thing? Yeah. Because if we don't, which really what you're doing and what I'm hearing is you're saying you're actually using these calming strategies. Oh, God, yeah, yeah. So you said, I want to kind of learn calming strategies to regulate because, I mean, you, you like at the beginning, emotional dysregulation is, yeah, when we don't have calming strategies, we and don't know how to regulate. Right, yeah. And I didn't realize how I, I did not learn them as a child, you know, kind of thing. and. So I am had to um, learn these now, you know, kind of thing. And, and it's never too late to learn it. Never, ever too yeah. late. Yeah, yeah. But simply, we need to have been modeled it as a child. Right. Or we need to have learned it in therapy ourselves or through coaching or through teaching or schooling. Like myself, I went to school for this, so learned mm -hmm. a lot of these things. Mm -hmm. But we need to be taught it because these are actually learned skills. Absolutely. Regulating our emotions is actually a learned skill. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Which at times it's like, crap, I wasn't modeled this like you said. Yeah. I, you know, I, I had kind of a 
chaotic, traumatic childhood, you know, other, lots of people do. And I didn't realize that there were things I missed because of that and that I didn't know how to do. And so you're absolutely right. You have to learn how to do these things, you know, and, so, and it's been really, it's been, it's been really helpful for what I've learned. So, because really we just need to be taught. That's yeah. We just need to be taught. Right. right. And that's my heart and passion is how can I just equip people? Because once you have it, your confidence is going to grow. Your ability mm -hmm. to handle these situations is mm -hmm. going to grow. You're going to stop reacting or that's going to lessen as time yeah. goes on. Because actually when I started with you, you noted that you would react in that anger, that frustration 80 to 90% of the time. Yeah. Yeah. Where are you at now? How, what's the percentage? I would say that, you know, I'm at 40%, maybe even less than that. I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not sure. I'm a hell of a lot better um, than I was when I started, you know, I didn't even think I could feel this better when I started, you know, I was just so edgy, you know, it was, yeah. And are you that edgy now? No, no. Um, when I first started this program, I just had the, I think it was because I was in kind of the survival mode. I just had this sense of urgency, hurry up and do this, hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. And I, because of the things that I've learned, I don't wake up like that anymore. I don't wake up with this sense of urgency that I've got to do all this stuff and I have to do it in this order and it has to be done by, I can just, I'm much calmer, much, much So those fears are no longer having control over you. Right, right. Yeah, I feel more in charge. Yeah. 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 And you don't have to do it in an aggressive way. Right, right, right. You can actually do it in a calm, healthy, right. joyful way. Right. Did you think that would be possible, that you could actually live your life and feel that way? No. My persona was warrior woman, you know? <laughs> yes. Fight or fight, fight kind of thing, you know? It really was. And it's like, creeps, you're 72, kid. Get over it. You know, kind yes. of thing. No, I didn't, I didn't know how to... Um, lower that intensity I did not know that that was possible yeah and so yeah what's your demeanor what's what's it like now it was the warrior before right right what's it now um pretty sure I'm hanging up my spear and shield and <laughs> I'm just trying to um I want to be a safe place for in the sense that people feel safe when they're with me. I want to be a safe place for my grandchildren. Um, I value the value of safety. You know, I didn't realize how important that was. I didn't know how to get to that safe place. And so um, I just, I guess, I don't know if that makes sense. But. Yeah, I heard this once. I think this so speaks to even what you're saying is um, a mom's, a mom lion's paw. Okay, mm -hmm. has actually two very distinct aspects that can come up from it. One is it can go into the fight mode, which her claws come out, 
And it literally has the power to kill an animal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. So the mom lions are actually the killer ones. Right? right. Right. Yeah. So it has the ability to do that, which very much sounds like that warrior part. Yes. Yeah. 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 It also, oh, I love this one. It also has the ability to put those claws down mm-hmm. and to snuggle her cubs. Mm-hmm. Sort of retract them. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And it has the ability to nurture and to soothe and to just love on her babies. Yeah. 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 It's kind of like your journey, I think, too. You mm-hmm. get to have that softer paw. Right. Right. And that, that fight one. Will come when it needs to, and it's yeah. good when it does, when it's in an appropriate right situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, let's talk about some of the other goals too. Another one is compassion towards yourself. That's a work in progress. <laughs> you know, um, I think when I am less in when I'm not so much in my survival mode, when I'm in my survival mode, it's fight or flight and it's um, judgmental and critical. And I, I, I lose touch with any of the other kinds of emotions. So if we I don't can, just fight others, we actually fight ourselves a lot. Yeah. yeah. And so when I can get into um, the more thinking part of my brain, the executive part, I can, I can think about, you know, this, why are you being so hard on yourself? Or maybe, maybe, you know, I can do things that are um, self-care or, you know, for myself um, kind of thing, show compassion for myself a little bit easier than I can if I'm in survival mode. If I'm in survival mode, I don't have time for the extras in life. It is, you know, you brush your teeth, you take a shower and you're out there ready for battle kind of thing. So, yeah, yeah. When you had said this to me earlier, which was, you know, that myth that often comes up about being to take care of myself is actually selfish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that true? Are you being selfish by taking care of yourself? I don't think so. I think that it is a change in mindset that doesn't come easily. But I you can see it when um, women don't take care of themselves. Eventually they, you know, they're, they're sucked. I can see it in my daughter. I can see it in myself. I'm more irritable, more whatever. So I I can see the value of it. It's, it is a hard thing to, um, it's a hard mindset to maintain. Absolutely. Because as women, often we are the caregivers of other people. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. And we got to keep helping people. But what happens, you said you identify that your daughter. Uh, I completely identify that in myself too. I'm edgy. I'm crabby. Yeah. You like know, bored to be around. Like no one wants to be around me when I'm there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My daughter says I start using too many fucks when I'm really stressed. So, you know, I mean, hey, that's-, that's my go to too. <laughs> That's a clue that a mom's in a, you know, maybe we need to. Right. And that's one of the things that we talk about is starting to identify what does your survival state look like, yeah. right? Mine is a total. My fight, how do I know I'm in fight mode? Fuck comes out of my mouth like all the time. All the time. Yep. Right. My voice gets louder. Yeah. Yes. And so. don't punish yourself for it. Just acknowledge, whoa, I'm in my survival. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, and there, I know what to do to get out. Yeah, that's the calming. That's what the calming stuff is so helpful for. Yeah. Totally. When you said another part of compassion towards yourself also was to stop avoiding your feelings. Yeah. Um, that is also a, a, a work in progress. Um, I, I'm not sure how I'm, if I'm doing that or not, to be honest. It's like, well, you are doing it because mm-hmm. I know that you've been in your executive state. Okay. Because okay. if we avoid our feelings, we drop to our survival. Okay. Well, that's not a nice way to look at it. Because sometimes I feel like, okay, Kathy, you did not wait one to three minutes there. <laughs> you know, kind of thing. You were supposed to stick with this. You know? And it's like, I don't even think that was a minute, you know, kind of thing. I think so, you're able to acknowledge them. And that's really what it is. I don't yeah. care if it's a minute, three minutes, five minutes. Just simply acknowledge, I feel this right now. Yeah. Yeah. I think I can, I think I can do that. I'm just, I'm, I get hooked into doing it the right way, you know, kind of thing. So I have to work through that a little bit. But um, I think if you, when you say it like that, I can tell, I, I, I can identify for the most part what my feelings are, I think. Yeah. One, another goal was to decrease your negative thoughts, especially that fear of failure and shame. How's that going? I think that has progressed as well. Um, the whole fear of failure kind of stuff. I am a, have been, I've always wanted to be, I, how to say this, I don't want to be a perfectionist, but I have always felt the need to do things perfectly, okay? And I imagine that that was kind of part of the whole survival thing that if I do everything right, you know, kind of thing, it will be all, yeah, everything will be better. And then you learn what a bunch of crap that is. But I, when I'm in but my- it's not a bunch of crap because there was a time in your life where that yeah. actually yeah. helped. Right, that's right. And it yeah. kept you safe, right? I think that's what I want to stress to you is that in so many other people too, and especially the one, the ladies that will watch this eventually is there's a time where that mindset and that ability kept you safe. Yeah, you're absolutely right. That's why we continue to do it. Right, right. But right now at this point in your life, that is no longer serving you. Yeah. Yeah. But what has happened is that in my executive state, I can be open to reading things that say um, aim for progress or improvement, not perfection. You know, look for progress, not the best. You know, I can look at that and I've made a little um, a thing that in my journal that I can turn to this page when I'm starting to get really perfectionistic and I see this as like, hey, remember, that's not a value of yours anymore. Perfection is not a value. Doing better, improvement learning, whatever, that's the value. It's not the perfection. Again, it's it's kind of a, um, I have to be in the right mind space, you know, to do that, you know, and I'm not there when I'm in, when I'm in survival, because then no, it's- Because in your survival, you have three skills, fight, flight, or freeze. That's yeah, it. absolutely. Just, and I'm kind of just getting comfortable with looking at, you know, how probably how a lot of my, um, my life has been sort of situated in the survival mode not that I always needed to be there but I thought I did you know so to keep yourself safe yeah 
whole thing about keeping safe is huge for me. And I, I love really you said that when you start to look around your surroundings, you're like, no, I'm home. Right. You know, if I, I've got a roof over my head, I'm not cold, you know, whatever. I, I physically, I'm safe. Nobody's standing over me with a club, you know, kind of thing. That is a big thing. If you can get yourself to that state and say, that first question, am I safe, is huge. If you can somehow ask that question and then start thinking about the answer, you immediately get up to the higher level of your brain, I think. And some people struggle to even answer that, to simply look at that question. It's just too overwhelming. It's too scary. But really what I have found is that their body is still so in that trauma or still in that thing. Yeah. So those grounding techniques and grounding yourself in your environment. So saying, hey, I am home. Okay, what do the walls in your house look like? Mm -hmm, okay. mm -hmm. Or like, you have a roof over your head. Okay, I'm gonna look up at the ceiling right now. Oh, what's the color? Oh, like, what's the ceiling yeah. even look like? Right, like literally grounding yourself in your environment. Right. Right. Your body and communicate with your body. Right. This is no longer that scary situation. Right. This right now is safe. I am looking around and I'm seeing that things are safe. Sweet. We don't have to even say it. Sometimes we just need to look and let our yeah. eye tell our body that it is safe. That sometimes is how I help myself get to sleep at night is I'll, I'll think about, okay, what am I hearing right now? What, what, what am I seeing? You know, I, all of that stuff to kind of yeah. stop the, um, the imagination kind of thing and imagining all, I, if I can do that, it brings me back to yeah, I can hear the traffic outside. I can hear the rain, thunder. Um, I can see the whatever, you know, light underneath the curtain. I mean, it's, it really does help you, help ground you. Yeah. Engaging the five senses, right? So it's not even yeah. right. That's yeah. just one of ours, but it's what can you yeah. have? What can you hear? What can you taste? What can you smell? All of that. Right. right. Yeah. Um, the next one was connection to others. How do you feel like that's going? slowly <laughs> but I did um I reached out to a friend and um I scheduled a, a just a get together at the local Dunn Brothers and have coffee and it went it went really well and so I need, oh. to, I need to do that you know and she's she's not a family member so she doesn't, she doesn't have to do it you know if grandma or mom wants you know and personally, she doesn't have a penis, which is a plus for me because you know, <laughs> women sometimes, you know, the it's way that because we need estrogen as women to calm down. Yeah, yeah. And like, if we go to men to try getting it, they have testosterone. That's what they're going to give us, which stresses us out. So go to women who got it. Yeah, yeah. So it's like they get it. They 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 experience it. They're not afraid to admit it. Um, yeah, they they listen. You know, so it just. So I've done it and that's on my list, in fact, for this week is to do it again. So I, I know it's hard sometimes you get into your own little nook. So you gotta get out of the box a little bit. So yeah. you know, but I, I'm working on it. So I have room to grow on that one. <laughs> but you're doing it and you're seeing the fruit of that labor, which yeah. is wonderful. Yeah. Okay, the last goal was who am I with a big old question mark? Okay, first I start thinking about all my roles. You know, what roles do I have? I'm a mom, I'm a grandma, 
I'm a spouse, I'm a friend, I'm a student, you know, kind of thing. Um, those are all roles that I have. Um, I think I am at times a scared person. Mm -hmm. I am at times, um, I need connection. I'm a person who needs to be connect, feel connected with other people. Um, I don't know, does that, does that helpful? Or, you know, I am trying to think of, I think what I'm hearing is who am I? I'm an individual that has needs. Yeah. Yeah, I do. I and do. often it's that you have needs because you said at first, well, I have all these roles, which really makes you think about other people's needs first. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I think what you're learning is that in order to discover even who you are, it's simply just going back to what your needs are and mm -hmm. learning how to meet those first. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because often I think as women and just as individuals, we try to make our identity based on who we are in relationship to other people. Right. So we want our identity to almost kind of have these people define us. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Or our productivity. You know, when I retired, that went away and I was like, okay, I don't bring in a salary anymore. So that, you know, and I'm not doing anything productive or useful. That, that was a huge loss there, that role, you know, kind of thing. So it is hard to feel who you are without thinking about what you do. They, you know, I, I would love to know how other women do, do that. You know, I think it's important, you know. When I so, think that makes me think, maybe I need to create another course on that, helping people learn their identity. Yeah, yeah. The questions to ask are the things to do. But really, really the part, too, that I want you to know is right now you do have a lot of the tools because you are now in your executive state. Yeah, yeah. It is yeah. there. Dream. Think about what excites you. Right. You made a list of all the things that I was like, so what now? Right. You started to think about those. Oh, yeah, I did. I did. You're um, gonna discover who this new Kathy is. Do you, do you want to? Should I tell you what my on my list, or what do you think? Or whatever you want. You share what you're thinking. What's next for you? I want to keep continuing to learn more about calming strategies. Um, I think that is a fascinating area. Um, so I want to um, continue to learn and practice those. I want to um, spend more time with people and activities that nurture me. And I have to do some work in those areas. That's like, um, you know, so that, that will be a big one. Um, I want to take a little, some more risks. Um, you know, try new things, reach out to people, um, you know, and make use of, I don't know, when I make the, when I take those risks, make use of, you know, flipping and the whole what if situation, what if instead of this worst fear, what if it actually turned out to be a good thing that this happened or whatever kind of thing. So focus on, we get more of. Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, you know, I need to keep practicing practice on sitting with my emotions 
And I also want to learn to listen to my body more, um, what it's trying to tell me. I think it's trying to tell me a lot of things that I can ignore pretty easily, you know? So, yeah. Usually by the time I'm aware of it, it's it's like I let it get really bad, you know, kind of thing. So it would be nice to catch that before that happens. And how I love to say it is sometimes it's your body, it's your body's way of saying, hey, I might send you to your survival. But what if you can stop it Yeah. before you even go to your survival? Right. right. Yeah. So you don't have to go there. Right. So really the tip that I often use is if you start to have one of those signals from your body, stop and use a calming strategy. Mm -hmm. You can Mm -hmm. use your calming strategy even ahead of it and ahead of being in your survival to stop you from even going there. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. That whole preventing thing is important if you can make such a world of difference. Yeah. And it's going to take time and it's going to take practice. But the more you become aware of it, the quicker it is to be like, oh, this is happening. And you can just mm-hmm. use that tool. Yeah. Well, the question I have, this is the last question really, is would you recommend this program and process to other women? Yes. Yeah, I would. I would. Definitely. And what about it particular? You know, what aspects or even what hesitations if you think they have what what would you share i i think you you, i you might need to be in sort of a a seeker mode in your life where you're trying to um where you know things aren't working and you're trying to figure out why, and you want to learn what you can do to make things better. I don't think everybody is always at that place. I know I've not always been at that place. It's a lot of it is like um, the universe puts things sometimes in your path if you're paying attention. And I think that's what happened with you is that somehow or other, the universe connected us, you know, kind of thing. And so it's being aware of it. But I think you, you almost need to, want to want to know more or learn more or something want to and 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 I think you know some of it too I have a a friend that I would like to refer but I'm not sure she's there you know in terms of that she would be willing to the executive is simply to ask questions rather than assume yeah yeah well question really to ask is are you sick of where you've been and do you want to learn how to get out yeah you can answer yes to that question then great come along on this journey let's do it yeah but if you're like i don't really want to do it yet or i want Lindsay to do it for me no not not going to be helpful yeah yeah right it's just not going to work because you have chosen to do the hard work yeah you chose to do it and you're doing it every day you're gonna have to continue guiding, you know, the, the blueprint or the, the guide to do it. You broke it down into manageable chunks and you get one done and then you move on to the next one and the next one and the next one. I can tend to I have a tendency sometimes to want to swallow the whole thing all at once and then just get overwhelmed. And so that was a very valuable thing that this 
course did was it broke it down so that I just had to swallow this piece of it and digest it and think about it and then move on to the next one so that I you know each time you know it was a little more risky or a little whatever but I did it so yeah and you did a hell of a good job with it thank you thank you you are a badass woman who sets her mind to things and achieves it yes Someday my grandchildren are going to say, you know, my grandma Kathy, she was a badass grandma. <laughs> and I would be proud. I'm going to say Kathy's a badass client. Look at what she has transformed and done in her life. I sit back inspired. Well, you have been so helpful to me with this. I, I can't think, I can't thank you enough. I really can't. So, yeah. It's been an absolute joy. Yeah. Watch to experience and receive.